Now, some of you need to hear again that this is a tribute to the young people that attended Vacation Bible School. And it is a tribute to the concept of having Bible study for young people all over the world. When you have the 22nd chapter of Proverbs, would you please sail on over to verse number 6 and let us read on down to verse number 10. And that will put us in our textual environment as we dedicate these words to the va va Vacation Bible School movement. And what does it say? Verse number six. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Verse number seven. The rich ruleth over the poor. What's that got to do with anything? Read. And the borrower is servant to the lender. Verse number eight. He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity. And what? And the rod of his anger shall fail. Verse number nine. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be pleased, blessed rather, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. What's that got to do with anything? Verse number 10, cast out the scorner and contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproach shall cease. You may be seated. After receiving this wise word from the book of Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, if you want to know how to get along with God, how to behave yourself in a manner that is uh, in harmony with your royal background in the Lord, it tells us how royalty is to conduct themselves. So uh, are to conduct themselves. And so uh, that is the book of wisdom. It not only will give you a certain class about yourself, but it will teach you how to negotiate relationships, how to get along with others. It will furthermore teach you, this book of Proverbs, how to recognize different spirits that get on people. It will show you how to recognize a various, of, or I should say different personality types. As a matter of fact, I learned in the 70s, that way back, that Proverbs lifts out four major temperaments that we will deal with in life. So it teaches you how to get along with any personality. Praise the Lord. 
And it's not all that easy because what happens with basic temperaments crisscross, they blend together so that you're not just one of the temperaments, but you are a wonderful balance and blend of all of the temperaments that are mentioned in psychology and, of course, in our Bible. So that's some of what I wanted to say about Proverbs. But I think I want to focus on training up a child in the way he should go. Doctor, I call him uh, Dr. Bishop Johnny James. He's been here down through the years and all over the world. He's loved by whites and blacks and all races. And when he interprets verse number 20, I mean verse number uh, 6, he says that the Jewish father had a responsibility to pass on the trade that he learned to his children. And even if they lived to get old, the skill that they gathered from their father, he would not forsake that. And so that was his interpretation. And the old fathers in Pentecost interpreted that you ought to bring your children up in the Lord. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. But there's no disparity there. Because being in the Lord also involves working and earning your living by the sweat of your brow. So work is ordained of God. And if you are able-bodied and can work, praise the Lord, that's part of being holy too. Whoever heard of able-bodied people and they are young enough but refuse to work and call themselves I'm in the Lord. You're in something, all right. For too long, church has been about, if I can just keep from smoking cigarettes, I'm holy. If I can just stay out of the nightclub, I'm clean. If I can get off liquor, somebody say wicker, <laughs> liquor. If I can get off that, and I'm holy. But that's falling short of what God intends to do with all of his children. If you don't do the things I named, we tip our hat to you and say congratulations. If you don't do those things, but you have a bad attitude about what works in life. And work works. Praise the Lord. Preparing for your future is absolutely crucial. If you will be able 
to succeed in life. At a very early age, fifth grade, fourth grade, you ought to be buying into the concept that you don't get something for nothing. And you don't get to live in your parents' house. And don't show some intentions to help carry some of the load. So when they say take the trash out, it's yes, mommy. Now the father, if he's around, was in the background saying, Matilda, tell Petey to take the trash out. So it's the father's command and the mother comes in and reinforces the command so that when mother says, Petey, take the trash out. Petey knows that that command came from a high place in addition to his mother. And Petey, if he don't know, daddy will see to it that he understands when your mama I don't care if I'm not around. When your mother gives you an order, you better know it came from me. Praise the Lord, everybody. And then the mother can receive the command of the father if she can trust that the father, y'all don't like me, is under the authority of God. A woman wants to feel the anointing on you. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Well, girls, y'all can talk. The guys ain't talking. She wants to feel a life in order with God, and it makes it easier for her to celebrate your position. If she's clothed in her right mind, praise the Lord. She will celebrate your position because you're not asking them to do an evil thing or an impossible thing. You are simply carrying out your walk with God to do all things in your home in decency and in order. I'm getting ready to get to the older young folk, but I'm, I'm getting there. And so when it tells us to train that child, that means that we have to bring them under certain teachings. And the teachings come from the Lord on down and across. And we're not teaching what the Lord has not taught. And neither are we demonstrating what the Lord has taught through an unacceptable means, such as rage such as anger, such as conditional love, such as threatening, intimidating, such as giving orders, but you lack in affection for your child. Ain't nobody gonna talk to me. You can boss them around, but they need to know that you love them. They need that pat on the head. They need that it's gonna be even when they get old, when they get old, they need to know 
that as far as you're concerned, it's going to be all right. And you're in their corner. They need to know that you're in their corner, but anything doesn't go. You will lay the law down. You will identify the terms on how that relationship will be carried out. So you train, you teach, and here comes the word discipline. So discipline in the spirit realm teaches your child how to concentrate. And let's back it up a little bit. How to pay attention. How to focus. All that, you know, that's something. So you pay attention, you've gotten their attention, and now you're demanding that whatever task they have, they learn how to, what? Focus. But focus with many of these busters can only go for five minutes. And so it is the parental responsibility to teach that child not only how to focus, but to concentrate. So here's another word then. Concentrate on what you have paid attention to. And then drive all of your energies toward completing the assigned task. So you focus, you pay attention, and then you develop from childhood Clean on up till you're old like me. How to concentrate on what you need to be concentrating on. So some of you, if you didn't get that when you were kids, get it now. It still applies. Old folk can't read for five minutes. Old folk can't pray for three minutes. Old folk can't listen to you from telling you what the, is on their mind. You ever talk to people you can't get a word in edgewise because what they have to say is always more important. They always lecturing, got going to school you. But I want you to know that just got here can't tell been here too much. My mother used to say, y'all little cats. And she said, in a little dirt you're trying to shovel, we hauled it long time ago. You can't fool a wise old cat. We got dump trucks and hauled our dirt. And you come up here with this little shovel trying to slick me about where you was last night and whose cigarettes those are I found in your drawer. And you telling me they Freddy's? You know, my mother bust cigarettes in my drawer. They were Freddy's. And boy, would she give me a time. And uh, she didn't find them anymore. Praise God, everybody. And I got saved and got delivered from Hicketing. How about that, everybody? Raise your hand if you've been delivered from Nicotine. Every head should have gone up, but that means half the saints are smoking. Deacons, y'all got work to do. So when you train them up how to pay attention, 
how to focus their energies and then go another step and concentrate until the task is done. You are preparing them for a great future. Can I get a witness in here today? So VBS taught our children discipline. Some of them we had to say, hey, sit down. Some of them we had to say, no, you can't go down there now. You have to wait 20 minutes. Because, you know, kids will, they'll, they'll turn it into something else. And those adults will see to it that they walk the chalk. So we learn discipline. And it said when they're old, they will not depart from it. Sometimes children will stray from what you taught them. And if you never put anything in them, then they can't have anything to go back to. If you destroyed them at the tender age of three and at the tender age of four and at the tender age of five and six, you have robbed them of a place to land them when they are in trouble, when they get older, because it won't be there because you didn't put it there. So as honry as I was in Springfield, Ohio, growing up, I always knew, you know what, you better let those boys go on because you got to deal with the mister when you hit 1060 herd. And so what he put in me was number one, don't lie. Lord, have mercy. Don't be a liar. And he would scare us to death. He'd go, I hate a liar. <laughs> Man, when he, can you imagine telling a little child, I hate a liar. He said, you lie to me, I'll whoop you till you rope like okra. And I'm going okra, <laughs> roping. And so from early on, we knew that there was something wrong. With being a liar. You know, they fixed it up and said white lies. You know, and all that. They got about six different lies, you can tell. And so some get real good at manipulating their own conscience. But a lie is a lie. Can I get a witness in here? So you teach them something that they can rely on when they get old. And then the other thing I never forgot was his example. He went to work every day. And the other thing, now I remember a whole lot about him, but I, I could reach in there and get something that would work for life. The other one was go to work, man. Don't quit nothing. Go to work. I won't let you quit. If you work, if you have a job, that's what you're going to be doing, son. And that thing got down in me so until it's with me today. If I cease to preach, I'm going to work somewhere. I don't know who would want me. But I'm going to work somewhere. Work. All right. And so even when you get old, you won't forget those disciplines. 
So there it is, training, attention, focus, concentration, results in discipline. Now here's another one I wanted to share with you, uh, and I'm getting ready to sit down. Uh, old schoolers would teach us young ones, and I'm going to pass it on to the young ones, and maybe to those that you didn't hear these things, but you're going to have to try them even in your late years. Are you ready? Always clear as you go. That way, you don't become a hoarder and you'll be able to walk around in your house. Y'all not going to talk to me. Raise your hands if you know it's right. If you don't keep up with your house, your car, your clothes, your stuff, it will bury you. If you don't clean your favorite stuff, you know them clothes, and you keep on wearing them, they will get some company in them. And no matter how well you washed that morning, if at all, that will come up in your clothing. Mix in with your cologne. And you have a wonderful problem. So, the, so remember, what is the C word? Clear as you go. Some of us don't do that in old age. Y'all ready? Get your big feet out there so I can chop on them. Get them on out there. I'm guilty too. Just ask mom niece, Lady Lanice. And sometimes she can't take it no more. <laughs> and she'll go, when you're going to move that out of the corner. And in my mind, I'm going, it's in the corner. It ain't in the middle of the floor. It's in the corner. She goes, no, that's got to get moved. She can't take it no more. Praise the Lord, everybody. And I can tell you six other things she'll ask me. <laughs> then sometimes I just get mean and go, get off my back. And she tolerates me. You ready for the next one? So the first one's clear as you go. Here comes the L word. Leave it better than you found it. Can I get a witness in here? Some of them got mad because we started out building in Blue Ash. Started out remodeling at the first six months. Then had to, hadn't been at the church for six months. We talking about this stuff got changed. And y'all think, y'all better now, but they was heated. Well, who is it? How are you going to come up here making changes this quick? And then when we got it done, it looked so good. Took a picture of it, and it looks as good as anybody's in that sanctuary. And you know, I'm fake. It's all get out. 
I wanted it to look twice as big as what it was. So I got in a corner and took a diamond shaped shot. And the thing looked so big, it looked like I had to almost make a church. But what does it say? Leave it better than what you found it. It's not personal. It's nobody trying to say anything about anybody. There's a higher principle that you must operate under. Leave your bedroom better than the way you left it. Leave it better. Everything has a place. Come on, somebody. Dishes belong in the cupboard. Dishes belong where they belong. Pots and pans under the island. They do not belong everywhere. Leave it better. I'm going to get it tomorrow. Well, the roaches will be there by the time you get to it. I'm going to get it. I get it. I get it when I feel better. You'll never feel better because you haven't learned discipline. So maybe some of you older folks, you're going, is we back in school? I don't know, but the Lord said, Proverbs 6, I heard him, and here it is. All right, clear as you go, leave it better than you found it. Everybody ready for the W word? Work as unto the Lord. You have to read Titus to find that out. In the second chapter and all along in there, the apostle Paul tells the saints that you got to work and some of you are going to work like dogs. You're going to work like slaves. You're going to be, uh, people are not going to be thankful for you and you're going to be upset. But let me tell you the secret to work. The secret to work is to work as unto the Lord. So everything becomes a church service. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. So when I know baby's tired, I, I don't have to ask her because that means I really don't want to do it. I just jump in there and go to cleaning stuff, washing dishes, because I feel her spirit. She, she don't have to humble herself and go, will you please wash the dishes? I feel her in the atmosphere. Anybody going to talk to me? If people got to beg you to do something, what's love got to do with you? All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Y'all pray for me. All right. So we volunteer because when we do it, we do it as if it were a special sacrifice unto the Lord. So you scrub the pots and pans in the name of Jesus. You mop the floor in the name of Jesus. You ask God while you're mopping, cleanse my heart. It's awfully messed up this week. You ask God to lift you a little higher as you lift stuff back up on the shelf where it belongs. And as you scrub, you go, God, I look good to the people on the outside, but I still got some stuff that I ain't told nobody about. And I need scrubbing and I, I need you to cleanse me. I need you to sweep out my own back door. I need you to sweep, uh, Lord, the city of my soul. Next thing you know, why you type a... Those are hallelujahs. 
Next thing, you're riding your truck and you're delivering mail and the windshield wipers are going, zoom, 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 zoom. It's a hallelujah. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You go, well, I'll be crazy with all that spirituality. No Holy Ghost filled people. That's how we do. That's what we're like. That, uh, uh, we're in this thing 24-7 all around the clock. We're in it to win it. We're in it all day long. Uh, we're disciplined people. We don't mind throwing a hole down. We don't mind having a Holy Ghost explosion. We don't mind working as unto the Lord, digging as unto the Lord, earning money as unto the Lord, sharing as unto the Lord, helping as unto the Lord. That's who we are. That's what we do. Dope dealers take dope. Dope uh, the addicts take dope. People do what they do. A wolf is a wolf. A dog is a dog. A sheep is a sheep. And a saint is a saint. Seven times a day will I praise you. I'll praise you in the morning, in the evening. I'll praise you when I'm sick, when I'm well. It ain't nothing going my way. I, that's what I do. That's discipline. So there they are, clear as you go. Leave it better than you found it. Work is unto the Lord. Now where are my students at? I see little ones back through there. Y'all be raising your hand. Students, I'm going to give you a revelation. See, they moving away from the presence of the Lord, and they're going to miss revelation. Lord, have mercy. The presence of the Lord is in here, moving. And he's... Letting the saints learn and the children learn. Here we go. Somebody say S Q R 3. That's how you study. Everybody got it? Hope it's on tape. S Q R 3. It's a formula. Teach your children and your old self how to be methodical with the word of God, with the newspaper, and any other item you got to read. Can I get a witness in here? If you can't read, you can't succeed. If you don't know how to read, you can't succeed. If you can't break it down into doable tasks, you can't succeed. So when you have the newspaper, when you have your history lesson, when you have a bunch of stuff that Trump is saying, You'll have to learn how to survey the highlights. That's what S means. Survey the highlights. Find out what's important in the article. Praise the Lord, everybody. Survey. Don't read yet. Survey. Get familiar with the layout of the land. After you survey, Start questioning what is the survey trying to say and what question has it answered? So there's your question. S-Q, right? Here's the three R's. After you have surveyed and lifted the appropriate questions, y'all didn't expect it this, this morning, did you? After you have surveyed and lifted the appropriate questions, then you may begin to read. Read your material. When you read it and you read it and you look for the answers in what you read because the survey gave you heads up on what they can really talk about. Ain't nobody gonna talk. 
But most of us like to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph. Then we go out and lie about the article. You may miss a crucial point. Read it. So the first one is to read it. The next R is to recite it. Y'all hear me? Review it, rather. Review it. After you read it, you review it. How many, when they read, take the time to go, what did I just read? How many forget what they just read, and you got to read it again? Look at this hand went straight up. The older you get, you know what it is. It's pork chops, chitlins, hamburgers, hot dogs, sweet cakes, and all that. After you get so old, your body says, you know what? I can't take another Coke. I can't take another Pepsi. I can't take another three pieces of cake. I can't take another pig sandwich. I can't take another chitlin dinner. I can't take another three plates of macaroni again because now I can't breathe. I can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my toes. I can't remember what I just read. It comes from years of food abuse. And so we're not slick and sharp anymore. We are dull. Lord have mercy. And so God will let a guy like me come back through here and go, do what you can. Read. Review. And then after you review, I hope somebody gets it, recite it to see if you really got it. Don't be talking about, I know Psalms 3. Quote it. You don't know Psalms 3. <laughs> if you can't quote it. I know how to do so-and-so. I know how to play football. Run it. I know how to ride a bike. Ride it. I know how to clean the dishes. Clean them. I know how. I know how. You can't do it until you do it. Come on, somebody. That's why this church is awesome. Somebody even people that were grinning at me and telling me, <laughs> were running through the church telling the saints, we ain't going to never get that church. We ain't going to never get that church. But Lord have mercy. Anybody going to talk to me? They that wait upon the Lord shall do what? They shall renew their strength. After a while, if we keep doing what's right, praise the Lord, joy cometh in the morning. All right, so we leave those with you. And then in conclusion, I want to put all my youngins on something that their teachers told them, but now you got bishops saying it too. And reinforcing what your parents told, what your teachers told. If you want something, Get clear about it. Make up your mind. Either you're a pancake or a waffle. Praise the Lord, everybody. Get clear what you want. And get clear about what you are willing to do to get it. Can I get a witness in here? Now you haven't even started yet. You're just getting clear. Praise the Lord. I want to lose 10 pounds. Do you understand what it takes to lose 10 pounds after 50? Anybody going to talk to me? 
you know that that stomach is going to almost cuss at you because you've been feeding that thing and it dares you to discipline it. I wish a monkey would take my pork chop. <laughs> I wish a monkey would stop me from, this is your stomach talking. <laughs> I wish a monkey would stop me, stop giving me my coffee. Yeah, just go on. Have you ever tried to stop drinking coffee? Oh, that belly will go to talk to me. You, I want coffee and I want it now. If you don't give it to me now, I'll send you the worst headache you ever had. If you don't give it to me now, I'll give you the tremors. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. That's why the bishop, uh, uh, some of those bishops, Bishop G.T. Haywood and some uh, Bishop Grimes, it was against the law of the church to drink coffee or Pepsi. Y'all remember that? Maybe y'all was in Indiana. But I'm telling you, those old early 1900 bishops, they didn't play that. You don't drink no coffee. You don't drink pop. You don't drink none of that. That's strong drink. They turn over in their grave if they could come in here today and do a survey on all the Coke drinkers in here. <laughs> Y'all ready for me to go? I know. So, you have to get clear about just what it is you want and what you're willing to go through to get that thing done. Can I get a witness in here? And then once you get clear, then you got to figure out what are the materials and resources I need to get it done. And in the case of the diet, just get your elbow involved with pushing. You might start with your cupboard and throw all the sugar cereals out. And I just heard a voice go, ain't no way. <laughs> you might start throwing stuff out that really gave you a problem. Can I get a witness in here? Because you letting that thing know, I know the price I got to pay to get this here. And I can't get it messing around every other day going back to examine, are my Captain Crunches still there? They still there. And that third day you go examine, you will get you a cup of them. Praise the Lord, everybody. So you... you you, you set it in motion. You're clear about what you want. You're clear about how much time it takes. You're clear about the resources. Amen. And then you're clear about when do I start. I need about 10 people to shout, shout now. Get going right now. If you can't, you can't write a paragraph, write two sentences. It'll encourage you to write two more sentences. It's so hard for me to do those little articles. And I got somebody who is only too quick to remind me. Is there an article? If they knew how hard it was to reach in here and pull anything out of this sick head, Lord have mercy. And so it took me a while to get faithful to the articles because I had to overcome some stuff 
in my own mind, it wasn't your fault. It was in my head. Praise the Lord, everybody. And so if you just write a raggedy article, write one, even if it don't make sense, write it anyhow. The next one will get better. And then keep on writing. Somebody will tell you, you're a writer. And you'll go, you just don't have any idea. Praise the Lord. And so, don't wait to feel good about it. Because you'll never feel good about it. Until you get in there and do it and win the victory. And it'll cause you to soar way ahead of what you ever imagined. All right? Somebody shout, just do it. We already came through the plans, the objectives, how you going to do it, where you going to do it, when you going to do it, how often you going to do it, how often you going to celebrate your little milestones, how often you going to look back and look at the uh, barriers to your success, how often you going to look back and refute what you said you must do to succeed. Well, now, well, sorry. The rich, if you don't do this, you will be poor. That's verse number seven. You will always have your hand out because you didn't believe nothing. Your mama, your daddy, your aunt, your uncle, your bishop told you. So now you're going to be poor. Talking about the white man talking about the black man, talking about those bougie people when all the time all you doing is hating on other people's blessing because you refuse to bless yourself. I need 10 people to shout out, bless yourself. Bless yourself. Bless, 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 bless yourself. Verse number eight, this will also ruin your career. If you sow iniquity, you're going to reap vanity. What's iniquity? You're so mean and nasty way underneath. You got clothes on and you did your hair and you look all right. But underneath you're a filthy, hateful hellcat. And this is what's for you if you don't grill it up and eat it. And learn how to listen when the people that love you and will be there for you and care for you. And tell you what it means to make it. So if you sow iniquity and you don't get rid of that attitude, what you going to get? Vanity. And what else? You're going to get mad about it. Praise the Lord, everybody. The rod of his anger in your own anger. You're going to be mad at yourself and it will consume you. Because when you are left standing out in the cold because you refuse to do what works, your anger will eat you up. That's when you'll turn to sexual acting out. That's when you'll turn to drugs. That's when you'll drug turn to alcohol. That's when you'll turn to the wrong people because when you had a chance to say one and one is two, Come on, somebody. When you had a chance to learn what it means, means to do a little bit of syntax, 
praise the Lord, a little bit of grammar, a little bit of English, when you had a chance to learn a couple of historical facts, when you had a chance to sit in your chair and focus and discipline and concentrate, you wanted to be a pimp. You wanted to be cool. So now you ain't got two nickels to rub together and your anger has consumed you. Did anybody plan on this today? Well, how many old folk are looking back over the bridge? They came over and going, I wish I knew some of that early on in life. Raise your hand and just, I wish I could do that. Well, look at somebody and lay your hands on them and say, it's never too late. You can get this stuff. The Bible works. The Bible is real. It's real. You better do what works. And I mean it's legal before God. The structure of God. Verse number nine, then when you are trained up in your discipline, you will have a bountiful eye. You will look back and pull somebody forward with you. You will be able to give to others. Praise the Lord, everybody. You have a bountiful eye and you will be able to help somebody with good doctrine. It's not always money. Sometime I saw a dude laying in the causeway and laying in the doorway of a, a store yesterday downtown. He didn't even have the grace to stand up and ask for money. He just laid there and was begging people for money. He was so drunk. And some stopped and gave him money. But I want you to know that that man had a chance at some time in his life. Oh, y'all ain't going to like me. Uh, you had somebody to tell you don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat. Somebody, if it wasn't nobody but the old lady down the street, somebody told you to do right. Yes, your mama was a crackhead. Yes, your daddy was a liar and a thief. And no, you never knew your father. But somebody told you to do right. Somebody told you what works somebody told you how to get through and you ought to thank God if you got any sense at all right now you ought to thank God for what you have left and you ought to tell somebody I'm still kicking I'm still ready to go I'm still making plans I still dream I dream of the city I dream of overcoming I dream of a great nation a great church a great city a great family a great community I dream of better health I dream of a better education I dream of a better world I dream of a world without racism I, I dream of a world that's filled with love I dream of a because of the things that work and so you have paid the price now you're able to pull somebody forward with you Cast out the scorner. If I'd have given that man money, he went and got him another drink. Y'all not going to talk to me. So you can't give everybody money. Come on, somebody. I've given money, and it get good to them. They come back next week. Game more. I bought these cats that was working on my roof. There's a bunch of them working on my roof when we built the house. And I, heard, uh, I learned from Sister Mary, I went and got them all chicken. I mean, they were some killer, cutthroat-looking dudes. And I knew that one of them was going to try me. Because I, here I come grinning. You know, like, uh, who's that man? It's a beautiful man in the neighborhood. <laughs> 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 
You know, I'm trying to be Holy Ghost filled. I'm actually a killer, though, but I'm Holy Ghost filled. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? And so we gave them all this chicken. They ate the chicken. Come down off the roof. Walked up on me. And said, give me some money. And Mr. Rogers changed. Where my Mr. Rogers in the house that can change in a split second? Look at your neighbor and say, it's all right to grin. It's all right to look weak. Go on, look stupid. Look weak. Go on. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. God, I help you change. <laughs> right? <laughs> right when you need to change. Boy, when Mr. Rogers changed, you can see him thinking. And they didn't bother me anymore. And they did the best job on my roof. Praise the Lord, everybody. All right. So I think that's it. We could keep going, but the time has gone. So verse number 10, if you catch your child being unthankful, correct them. If you catch them making fun of the church, correct them. Come on, somebody. If you catch them acting like church is the devil, don't reward them. Send them to their room. Tell them you're going to learn how to love God. You got to start down here. You don't come here and throw your attitude around. You're nothing but a young scorner. I don't care if you're only eight, seven, or six. You've learned a demon. You've picked up a demon. You've picked up demonic behavior. And we're going to cast that thing out. We're going to cast it out. No, it won't be no Nintendo for you. It won't be no Game Boy for you. It won't be no virtuosity for you not this week not next week don't you ever come to the house of God and spread demons I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord I'm going to call my father out of his grave Mr. Benny knew an attitude when he saw he could smell it. We come through there walking like this. Thinking he ain't looking. <laughs> and we straighten that walk up. We didn't walk that way no more till we got to school. <laughs> Let us stand. <laughs> we got to get out of here. If you appreciate the word of God today, and if you appreciate a little bit of therapy today, clap your hands and give God the glory and thank him like you just got the Holy Ghost. Pastor Rachel, I know you're a master facilitator 
and a person that does workshops and seminaries and seminars, but I hope I pass the test today for the, all right now, for the church folk. These are not secular people. These are the saints out here. Praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you. Is there something that I've left out? There's service tonight at 6.30, and then there are no services for Tuesday. So uh, don't come up here looking for Bible class Tuesday, but we'll swing back in the following Tuesday. Everybody clear on that? But tonight, let's fill the house. Let's give the devil a black eye. Let's let him know that that's why we have VCR recorders. If we miss the filthy, rump-shaking BET Awards, you, my friend, have missed nothing. Can I get a witness in here? Get on out to the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go the house of the Lord. Now somebody's trying to get my attention. Talk to me. What, what did I do wrong? Yes. You have them. All right. Hand them to me. Doc. All right. So uh, Sister Mary has the deacon's license. I, I have the minister's and they have also the, the women's license, the missionaries. I have the uh, ministers. But if you did not pay for your license, you can't get your license. They're, they're sitting up here. Now, that's wrong. They are mean enough to you to get them. These, these are high class. The state, the government recognizes this. You want these licenses, And so bring me the money and we'll give you the stuff. Next year, if you don't bring the money... We're going to tell Miss T, don't even make them any license until they learn how to pay for their license. Anybody going to talk to me? All right, God bless you. Is there something else I'm leaving out? It really feels like it. There's something I'm leaving out. Maybe somebody wanted to come up and get saved so they can, uh, you know, get that extra touch from the Lord. If you're here, the deacons will wait for you. And the ministers will pray with you if you're here. And so you can see me after we dismiss. And if you want to be baptized, we'll make a way for you. All right. God bless you. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. And to present us faultless. Before the presence of his glory. To the only wise God. Our Savior. Be glory and majesty, dominion, and power. Let the church say, Amen. Shake hands.